I think that it means being the face and the brain of your business. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Melissa Forziat of Melissa Forziat Events and Marketing. Melissa, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you for having me, Gresh. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Melissa so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Melissa is a Southern Californian-based marketer, speaker, consultant, and author. She uses her experience working with big organizations like Olympic Winter Games, Rugby World Cup, and the U.S. Olympic Committee. And now she teaches small businesses how to market on a budget and helps them execute their marketing strategies. She is the author of Small Business Marketing on a Budget. And as a speaker, she offers keynotes, presentations, workshops, and webinars. Melissa, are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? I am. If they're ready for me, I'm ready for them. I think they're ready. I'm ready. So let's do it then. <laughs> so to kind of <laughs> kick everything off, I want to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through your CEO story? We'll let you get started with all the awesome work <laughs> you're doing. Yeah, this story, you know, it's it does come across as a story now, but at the time, I'm not sure if it was so clear. Um, you know, as you mentioned in my bio, I started out doing major international sport events. So my career was really a very different thing. When I started, I was working you know, with the media and I had to really understand marketing messages at a, a level of scope that I think no one person could ever really grasp. I mean, you're working with something like an Olympic games. It's such a big project. The, the volume of people watching from every different medium is just so huge. So I got, I, that's, where my, that's where I cut my teeth. I really learned a lot through working in an environment like that. And then eight years ago, I moved to Seattle, not really intentionally, but I, I stayed there for a good long time <laughs> until I moved recently to California. And I found that that city was very insular. I found that my, ex my professional experience outside of Seattle was worth basically nothing to them. And so I was really trying to, uh, I was applying for jobs and I was, uh, you know, trying to network as much as I could. And one day I accidentally strung the words together, I'm taking clients and I got a client from it. And you know what, you could do that uh, 200 times and not get a client from it. You know, I know that now as a business owner and it's so amazing. It's still amazing to me that I look back at that one moment where I was just in a networking conversation with somebody who had really good ideas for projects that he wanted to get across the line. And I just said, you know, I could take you on as a client and he didn't take me on as a client, but within one week, somebody came to him and said, I need somebody who does basically the exact thing that I told him I do, even though I didn't actually have a business yet. So my business very much started by accident, basically by putting my foot in my mouth. And <laughs> I, I got a big client from it to start with. And I had to figure out what I had done while, uh, you know, disturbing that client and really figuring out what it looked like to have a business and not just one client. So that first year, I would say it was just having one client. It was just me figuring out what it meant to be a business owner, what it meant to uh, work with a client with that kind of a relationship as an independent contractor. And then after that first year, I said, okay, this isn't very secure to have a business with one client. So what do I do to really flesh this out to make it, uh, to have a more, uh, more of a client base, more of a sort of diversification of revenue sources and uh, to really treat this as a business with me being a business owner uh, instead of like this employee mindset that I still have. 
So it, it, it took a little bit of a process, but I think at this point I've got multiple revenue streams in my business and I've really had to expand myself through this business to get where I am now. That's huge. I, I appreciate you for sharing that with us so much because I think so many times we zoom to the finish line, so to speak, of you know an entrepreneur's journey. We don't see all the the process and the steps that it takes to go there. And I think to me, like some of the greatest things have been created by people putting their foot in their mouth and actually saying, "Oh, I can do this," or "I can take you on," and maybe not even having everything in place. I think so many times people lean on having everything in place and then they never ever put their foot in their mouth and nothing ever go keep, keeps going. So I, I I salute you and kind of reminds us as well too to make sure that we do do that and then of course do the work on the back end to make sure that we're serving the clients we want to work with yeah and i think it's a reminder to sometimes you know if there's something you want maybe say it <laughs> maybe try saying it and see yes. what happens i mean i'm a big believer in marketing strategy and having a process but honestly sometimes it really is just like maybe if you just said that one thing <laughs> yeah. you know like it could get traction and uh, you know, that's that's how it happened for me initially. But then to build my business, I needed to be much more intentional about it. But it it always does amaze me when I think back on that story. Like, clearly this was meant to be, mm -hmm. first of all. And, you know, second of all, how fortunate it was that I said those words at that moment to that person who then, you know, had somebody ask them for that same thing a week later. You know, it's just, you just don't know. Um, when you put something out there, what the result will be. And nothing can happen if you don't put it out there. So I think that was a really big lesson for me early on. And I'm very glad I learned it because um, it's something that I bring to every client now who says, oh, I don't know if I should reach out to this person. It's like, why not? <laughs> mm -hmm. What's the worst thing that can happen? Um, and what's the best? <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we so many times think the the things that we fear of happening sometimes don't even happen. Sometimes some of those best things, you know, come out. And I think, as you said so well, like just kind of like the domino effect, just by saying those words to, to that potential client who end up uh, kind of marketing for you to another client and, and kind of bringing that person in. Like a lot of times, if you don't say those words, that domino effect doesn't happen. So I definitely appreciate that. And so I want to drill down a little bit deeper here, a little bit more on the company you have and how you serve the clients that you work with. Could you take us through a little bit more of that and what you do? Yeah, I'll tell you because, you know, so my business is Melissa Forzi at Events and Marketing. So there is an events side of the business. I don't market that as much. Um, I'm not looking for my whole business to be events. And I find that events can be uh, kind of a stressful process on your body um, when you get closer to the event. So those come as they come, but the emphasis of my business is on the marketing side. And I have, uh, you know, if we're talking CEO to CEO here, I've got basically, I would say five arms, uh, five revenue streams in my marketing side of my business. And all of it is directed to small businesses who are marketing on a budget. So for me, my focus has been, how do I reach micro businesses that are trying to figure out how to market their business, but they're looking at their budget and it has maybe zero dollars in it. Mm -hmm. And they don't know where to go from there. Um, they, maybe they have a little bit more money. Maybe they have zero, but a lot of, a lot of service providers steer away from that client group because it appears to be not where the big contracts are. And so you need a higher volume of clients to make that work, but I really wanted to serve this client base. So for me, this meant, how do I build my business in a way that's going to support that? So for me, you know, if we're getting kind of inside baseball on this, you know, I have some things that provide more security in my business that lets me 
target that audience in a coaching consultation way. Um, so I have, for example, some clients that I do all of their marketing for them or all of their email marketing or social media marketing year round long term. And that's kind of a nice stable base that I've got. I've got some clients who come to me looking for short term projects, like they want to build out a marketing strategy or they're working on a launch and they want to come up with a plan um, or they're looking to get into a new area of marketing and they want to plan for how to do that. Then I've got hourly coaching and a lot of clients fall into that category where maybe they just need the one hour. They've got all these questions. They just want to answer them. Or maybe they'll come back from time to time and do, you know, an hour every month or an hour, a few times a year. And then I've got two other sides of the business where I've got um, courses that I've created, which is a passive revenue stream for me, but it's great because I've put a ton of information together in these courses. And then somebody who wants to do the sort of DIY learning approach they can very easily use those courses to get uh, you know, a full education on marketing strategy in some area. Um, and then I have a speaking side of my business where I speak to usually rooms of small business owners often with chambers of commerce or small business development centers, any, any group that has sort of a collection of small business owners in one room, uh, I can speak to that group. Would you consider that to be uh, what I call your secret sauce, the thing you feel kind of sets you apart? Is it that ability to not just be able to kind of create these different offers or offerings, but also be able to kind of understand from having that conversation exactly what a client might be looking for? I definitely think that's a big part of it. I don't know. I think there are a bunch of things that would go into the secret sauce of my business. I mean, I think one of them is having all of these different ways that I can work with people that I have built out in my business. I also think empathy has been a big one for me. I mean, I found it to be a really helpful tool in coaching that, you know, maybe surprisingly, but it has really changed the nature of some relationships with clients um, along the way. So that's been another big one for me as well. But I think, I think this idea of having, you know, we say multiple revenue streams is a good thing just for the sake of it. But for me, because of how long it sort of took me to develop a, a firm client base in all these different areas and how many different sort of dues paying <laughs> things that I did to get to where I am with all of those different service arms. I have found that having all of those different tools at my availability has allowed me to blend them together at times in really interesting ways. You know, for example, like with speaking, you know, people spend entire lifetimes building a speaking career and for me, you know, I find I, I find of a lot of people who are trying to do that in the beginning, they may start by doing a lot of free talks. And I was in some rooms in the beginning where, you know, I was getting myself to that location. They weren't paying me. And then they would say, you cannot sell in this room. And I'd be like, well, what good are you? You know, I was like, <laughs> right. why am I here? You know, especially in the situations when they were charging people to be in the room. Right. It was like, hold on a minute. So for me, I, I really had to look at what my options were for still getting names in the room, for still finding ways to make uh, relationships with clients. And all of these things that I've built out have actually allowed me to get really creative when I'm in different situations. So now it's like, whatever the scenario is, I'm probably able to find a way that it will work for my business um, because I spent years building all those tools. Well, absolutely appreciate that, Melissa. And so I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an Apple book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? For one thing, I'm a big time list maker and a big time strategy thinker. I, I really, um, I try to think about before I start the journey, I try to think a little bit about what does this journey entail? 
you know, am I, is that first step that I'm going to take actually step seven? And if I just did steps one through six beforehand, it would be way easier to do step seven. Um, so I think, I think there's a fine line there because you don't want to spend so much time thinking about what you're doing that you don't do it. But for me, I know that I'll do it. And I take that moment to get myself a little bit more organized and to think really creatively about what my options are so that once I start forward, I'm usually a bit more uh, intentional about how I get from one place to the next. So I think that's a, that's a big um, hack that I would say. Yeah, that's absolutely huge. And I, I was actually going to ask you for a, a, what I call a CEO nugget, which is kind of a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. But I feel like that and then very least could be your nugget. And I don't know if you would feel that way. But is it that really it sounds like and correct me if I'm wrong, understanding that this is the mission, this is the goal that I have. And I'm not going to kind of once I get clear on that, I understand whether I'm going to go left or right, because I know if it's in alignment with that or if it's not in alignment with that. And it makes it sounds like a little bit easier to be able to make those decisions, those either or decisions, I guess we have to. Yeah, I think it's almost like giving yourself a framework for what opportunities actually belong mm -hmm. in your sphere and which ones aren't yours. You know, and I think that can be especially hard to do at the beginning of a business when it's like, oh, you're willing to pay me money, then yes, <laughs> yeah, anything, yes, whatever it is. I don't care who you are. You don't, you're not my target market. That's fine. But I think sometimes those are the things that end up like, that's why 10 years down the road, people are like, how did my business become this? Oh, I said yes <laughs> to that one thing 10 years ago. And that's right. where all the referrals came from. Right. So I think it's, it's just like Murphy's law. Like at that, at some point, the you know, the opportunities don't come unless it's the thing you don't want. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden they're, you know, we're coming in fast and it's like, what, what just happened here? Happen. So yeah. I think for me, you know, understanding kind of what I'm aiming for and what I'm trying to do and who I'm trying to serve overall, you know, I'm a, I'm a big believer in partnership marketing and linking up with other businesses and, uh, boosting each other's voice in whatever way you can. And sometimes that is an excellent fit and sometimes it makes no sense. And I think if you can understand the path that you're on and what you're trying to do, the difference between the ones that are the noise and the ones that are good opportunities for you becomes much more apparent. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Melissa, what does being a CEO mean to you? I think that it means being the face and the brain of your business. Um, definitely, you know, appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Absolutely. Well, I gave you all a bit of a background on what I do. So I think if there is anybody listening who's a small business owner or specifically a micro business owner who is trying to get the word out about their business and you're just thinking, ah, I don't really have a lot of money to throw at that. Um, come find me at my website specifically, melissaforziatevents.com because there's a ton of resources there to help you with your marketing, whether it be free or with working with me. Um, so there's a lot of information there. There's a whole ebook on small business marketing on a budget. So all of that I think is a, a resource for you. I think um, so many business owners sort of put off marketing because they, feel like there are other things that are more pressing or they don't have a budget to put into it. And the reality is that if you want to have a business, not a hobby, you need customers <laughs> and they have to know you exist somehow. So, you know, hopefully I'm able to put some things out there that help people understand what their options are.
wherever you are in your business right now. So melissaforzietevents.com is, is the resource to find me. And hopefully from there, you can find whatever you need to get in touch with me um, or to get more information for marketing. Awesome. 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 Truly appreciate that, Melissa. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too. And I'm a big believer in a lot of times we shouldn't necessarily be looking for resources all the time. Sometimes it's the resourcefulness. Um, so really, you know, understanding those different ways that you can market yourself and the way that you can do it even without as many resources as sometimes we hope is absolutely huge. So thanks so much for providing insight today. Of course, providing insight on your site as well, too. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by C. CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the IMCEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.